sovereignty over each of our lives as women and to encourage each other by sharing our stories. My name is Sophie and today I'm joined by Naomi. Hello. Hi Naomi, welcome. Um, so first of all, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure, yeah, I'm Naomi, um, I'm 33 and I'm a stay-at-home mum. Uh, I'm married to Rich, we've been married for 11 years now. Mm. Uh, we've got three children, Jemima who's six, uh, Ezekiel who's four and Kezia who's two. Excellent. And I've been coming to Cornerstone for about 13 years. Lovely, thank you. Um, so we're going to start, I guess, from the beginning and um, it would be great for you to tell us a little bit about your family background and how you were brought up. Sure, yeah. Um, so I grew up um, going to church as a child and I went to um, the local uh, Church of England church in the village that I grew up in near Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of my background. And then when I was four, um, sadly my grandpa died um, and that was the first time I really felt confronted with death. Mm. Um And I remember, I think it's probably one of my earliest memories, having a chat to my mum about that and asking her why my grandpa had had to die. Mm. Um, And then I remember her telling me that we all, at that point she told me we all die. Yeah. Um, And that absolutely terrified me. Mm. Um, I just remember, even now I remember that that feeling of fear of that's going to happen to me one day, it's going to happen to everybody. And um, yeah, I was absolutely petrified by that thought. Um, but then my mum went on to tell me um, something about Jesus and something about the cross. That's all I remember about mm. that part of the conversation. Um, and because of Jesus and the cross, that meant we didn't have to die. Mm. Um, and in a way, that was quite confusing because in, in one in one breath, she told me we would have to die and then we wouldn't have to die. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot I didn't understand. Um, but I just remember thinking in that moment, okay, I need to trust in Jesus. Mm. Otherwise, this fear is going to consume yeah. me in a four-year-old kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's really interesting. So did that reassure you uh, at that time that you could put your trust in him yeah. and find that answer? Yeah, there? I think so. I mean, like yeah. I said, there was a lot I didn't understand. But, yes. Um, I mean, that's the, that's the purity of the faith, isn't it? The purity of the faith. We trust in Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Um, to save us from death, really. So, um, yeah, like I said, there was a lot I didn't understand. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we just... But in a sense, Jesus calls the little children to come to him, doesn't he? Yeah, so exactly. you don't need to have... I mean, then that develops, obviously, so we can mm. talk about that. But um, you can come to him in that simplicity of a child's faith, really. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And I think looking back, that's exactly what it was. And... Mm. Um, yeah, there were times where I did still have the fear, but um, mm. it, yeah, like you say, it was a reassurance that I could come back to Jesus each time mm. and yeah, yeah, definitely a reassurance. Great. Can you tell us a little bit about how your faith then developed and matured over the years? What helped you? Uh, what did you benefit from uh, for that? Yeah, sure. So um, over... Over my lifetime, I've, I've had struggles, as we all have, with our faith, with doubts and things. But mm. um, I I kept going to that, that church, um, the Church of England Church I mentioned at the beginning. And um, that that sort of gave me the foundation of, of the mm. faith that I have today, I think. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of children at that church, so um, a lot of peers, and that was especially... Um, 
helpful for me in my teenage years mm. um, where I had a lot of struggles um, and doubts and things I think um, mm. to have those friends alongside me who were also going through those struggles but were also professing faith and mm. um, yeah it was that was really encouraging I'm really thankful to God for that church and for that friendship group and the yeah. youth group that was at that church at the time. Yeah I was going to ask if you were part of the youth or yeah. if you if it was just a church where you would just attend the normal service so you had did you have like Sunday school kind of lessons and youth yeah growing up there wasn't Sunday school it was I was a a lot in the services Mm. um but there was a midweek group as a child um and then um I think when I was early teens the church actually employed a youth worker so there was someone Mm. they employed to sort of encourage me and the other youth in the church um which is also immensely helpful Mm. um and they would put on sort of youth services where we'd run the services and things, um, which was a lot of fun, you know, part of sort of enjoying the church as well. Um, and, yeah, so um, that was that was a big encouragement um, to have that. Yeah, okay. Could you tell us a little bit more about how, uh, what, what you came to understand better as you went to that church? Is there something in particular that perhaps became clearer to you as you grew up in the faith? Yeah, I think um, having put my faith in Jesus, I there was a lot of questions about, is this real mm. in my head? Um, I longed for it to be because of that fear that I initially had. Um, and I think that, especially in my teenage years, there were a lot of people who... Um, probably unknowingly to them sort of said a word or two here and there that mm. sort of prompted me um to um realize that it is real to feel the the mm. truth of the truth of Jesus the truth that Jesus actually existed and he did actually die and mm. um I think that church should have gave me that that foundation mm, great um you mentioned going through some troubles when you were perhaps a teenager could you tell us a little bit about about that and how how the church helped you and these teenagers alongside you how mm. they contributed to strengthening you and and helping you along the way really yeah sure um i think the sort of the standard teenage struggles really mm. of um peer pressure not not feeling like um i fitted in um particularly well i i got on okay at school but um it, it the, especially sort of early secondary school. That was mm. they were some tough years in terms of friends um, and settling into a friendship group. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think looking back, like there was that insecurity at school, and then I was able to go to church, and mm. um, I was very secure with my friends at church. So, yeah. um, actually, I think it's. I, I'm very thankful for the church mm. at that point in my teenage years to to have that security yeah. in um well it was in my friends at that point and then um being pointed to Jesus through that at church. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it, it's interesting how sometimes we forget that these are the main these are this is our family essentially. Mm. So it, it feels it's obviously normal that you would feel perhaps closer and more encouraged by these people um but also it reminds us that we belong we don't belong to the world really mm. so there's always going to be that that gap between how we perceive things and 
other people. Yeah, yeah. that's quite a good example of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great. Okay, thank you. So um, I wonder if you can take us forward in time, if we just mm -hmm. go chronologically, really, um, and just tell us a little bit about what happened later in your life, uh, perhaps through your teenagers or... or university or, or careers or anything yeah, like that sure yeah. so um I came to came to Kingston for university mm. um age 18 and um that's when I came across Cornerstone Church mm. um they I initially came across Cornerstone Church because they were doing a midweek uh, meeting for students mm. so I went along to that and then um joined the church um not long after that um yeah and um just it, god has really used cornerstone church to deepen my faith really and i'm so thankful to him for that and to um the leaders of the church and everyone everyone at the church really to sort of mm. um the i think i think i'd got to the point in my life when i came to uni where there's parts of the bible i thought well I, I trust it, but I don't really understand it, and I'll understand it later, yeah. you know, when we get to heaven, um, which in a sense is true, but um, I think there were certain parts of the Bible that were opened up mm. um, at Cornerstone, and I thought, oh, maybe, maybe I could have a go at trying to understand this now. Mm. Um, Revelation, for example, <laughs> not pretending to understand it at all, but I um, understand a lot more than I thought I ever would on earth. Yeah. Um, so, yes. It's yeah. been a wonderful journey, journey of deepening my faith at Cornerstone Church. Mm. So would you say that, in a sense, your first church provided what you needed more as a, as a child and teenager to help you grow, and then Cornerstone added perhaps more depth to that in, yeah. in the teaching that we, we do sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely mm. say that. Yeah, I'm very thankful to uh, the church I grew up going to um, mm. for that foundation. Yeah. And then I'm very thankful for Cornerstone as well for... For deepening my faith I didn't in a way I didn't expect that but I'm very thankful to God that he's done that mm. great right so um you obviously met Rich at Cornerstone is that correct I did yeah you yeah did. that's right okay. yeah he'd been here a bit before me but then um yeah yeah we met um at Cornerstone Mm. Yeah, not long after I started it. <laughs> Great. We're not going to ask all the details of this <laughs> unless you wanted to share that, obviously. Um, but yeah, so it's really great to see how, how your faith has grown over mm. the years. Um, I wonder if, um, um, if there were some challenges as you went along the way in terms of uh, learning more about God and, you know, perhaps going to more intellectual questions as well. And, and mm. yeah, what what would you say challenged you and also encouraged you as you as you carried on yeah um i think one thing that um well god has taught me a a, a plethora of things not all of which i can recall right now but yes. um one of the key things that stands out for me at the moment is um how he's teaching me to trust in him mm. um I think a lot of people, including myself, like to have control or feel like we have control <laughs> anyway. Mm, I yes. don't think we ever really do. But um, actually to give that control over to God um, is something that um, I'm really being being taught. Mm. So um, I think one of the key points uh, where I've um, learned that is through the pandemic, mm. um, where God really showed me how trustworthy he is through his word yeah. um so one of the key verses that um i held on to 
uh, or God, God showed me and then I held on to it through the pandemic was Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 uh, which says uh, do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving uh, present your requests to God mm-hmm. and the peace of God that transcends understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. um, and that that verse um, is very countercultural, I think um, and applying it to the pandemic, there were so many unknowns during the pandemic, yeah. especially at the very beginning. Um, how was our health going to fare? How are the children going to be? You know, job security, that kind of thing. There was lots that, um, lots to be anxious about, and and I was very anxious about all of those things. Um, but then I saw that verse in Philippians that tells us not to be anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. No caveat, just like anything, yeah. which um, God, in His mercy, showed me was. In, it, that included the pandemic um so um i you know, over a period of time um gave my request to god as that passage says um including the fact that i didn't want this anxiety i wanted to trust in god yeah. um and then he he gave me his the, the peace that that passage then talks about that transcends understanding and it yes. it it really struck me one day like wow i have peace amid in in the midst of all of this mm. the the chaos of the pandemic um and um i had to keep going back to god to to have that it wasn't sort of plain sailing from then on but through that god really showed me how trustworthy he is mm. um in that in his word um and yeah. there's been ups and downs since then, but um, God is continuing that journey. Um, I'm really trying to trust Him with my time at the moment, um, mm. and um, having three small children, my time is limited. Um, yes. So actually, mm. realizing that I can give it to Him and He can give me what I need um, mm. when I need it is um, I'm, I'm not there by any means, but it's something that I'm learning. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and also to learn to trust trust God with my children. That's um, mm. something that I'm really keen to, to do because um, he loves them more than I do. And I need to keep remembering that. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Trust, trust God. Yeah. Yes. I was going to ask you about how that comes, how that wanting to give the control to God comes into play when you raise the children, when you're mm. raising the children, actually, with Rich, obviously. Mm. And, you know, how, yeah how that comes into play really but you've already you've already (laughs) mentioned that um yeah I think it is really interesting to see that however much we know about God and all these you know all these big questions that were perhaps answered when you came to Cornerstone or just Mm -hmm. over time actually comes back to something really simple which is just to trust him trust in Jesus and that's really interesting that you did that for at four years old Mm -hmm. already and then that just kept on growing and growing, but mm. it came back to the same thing and you didn't need necessarily... Not, we do need understanding, obviously, mm. but that essential thing of trust, mm. just very simply, um, is always at the core of everything. And that's for all of us, all of us really, as Christians. Yeah, that's so true. So it's, it's always been about the same thing since I was four mm. to now. That is, that's yeah. really true. And um, I think we can, add, we can add things to our lives and try and add things but mm. yeah we need to come back to trust yeah and praise god that he's shown mm. you that so early in your life that it mm. feels like it's really affected your life throughout that yeah. even even through 
you know, teenagers, which are never easy and through changes in your life, perhaps um, having children, getting married, all of that, mm. uh, in, not in that order, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, you know, all it all comes back to that, really. Um, yeah, that that's really precious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. Praise God for that. Um, yeah, great. So you've already mentioned very recent things that perhaps you have learnt or, or you want mm. to grow in. Um, is there anything you want to add on that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I think lessons of sort of patience as well mm. as, um, as something God is um, teaching me, you know, as a wife and a mum and um, yes. a sort of until I was married, I could do what I wanted when I wanted and buy what I wanted when I wanted. Yes. Um, within reason. Um, but, um, you know, becoming a wife, you're sharing a life and then, becoming a mum you um test patience is tested beyond beyond what I could have even imagined but um you know God is God is using that to to grow me and Mm. um it's it's a form of suffering I suppose um a personal suffering when you when you're struggling Mm. to be patient and um we know that God uses our sufferings for our good and his glory so sort of learning to trust trust God in that as well yeah, and I can imagine as the kids started going to school as well recently that other challenges were added to that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. There's definitely there's a separation from the children at that point, um, but they still have difficulties. They've still yeah. got struggles that I'm not even necessarily there for. So it's very difficult to help them through that. But yeah. so that um, that distance has another level of um, difficulty. But then an area to then trust trust god with the Mm. children um yeah it's it's definitely um an opportunity to pray (laughs) yeah we should be praying all the time but um you know i struggle with that but god's give god's given me that as an opportunity to pray more to him to trust trust the children to him in that Mm. yeah definitely um and i think we can probably end with with this question which is Mm. would you um if you had to share any advice with someone younger in the faith since you've been going with the Lord for such a well quite a long time now Mm. I guess um what what advice would you give to a younger Christian um yeah I think um just keep your focus on Jesus I think as we were saying Mm. like um Jesus is where I realized I needed what I what I really what I realized I needed when I was four Mm. and what I'm realizing I need to trust in now as well um and yeah. um yeah just to keep keep your focus on Jesus really mm. um he's our he's our safety safety net yeah. and um yeah when I think about raising my children personally um the weeks where I uh, trust God mm. um go much better than the ones yeah um, where I don't, um, and seeing that over time is really, mm. really helpful as well. But um, so yeah, I'd pass that on to yeah. to trust trust each day. Um, God God says, give us today our daily bread. Like daily, we've got to come to Him, yeah, um, and um, ask Him for help. Um, and I guess practically that looks like praying, um, 
through everything and um, carving out time to read the Bible. Yeah. Um, ideally daily. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I think the other thing would be just get stuck into a local church. Mm. Um, I think as I was saying, like church was so helpful as a child and then mm. as an adult as well. Um, and we see in the Bible that it tells us to keep meeting together so that we can encourage mm. one another. Um, and I've definitely seen that to be true in my life. Yeah, that's great. I think in the sense for very young Christians, just doing these, taking these simple steps towards towards God almost in a mm. sense and, you know, going to him and praying and, and reading the word and, and committing to a church, which sometimes can be hard because you might think, oh, I need to find the perfect fit. Mm. It needs to be, you know, everything perfect for, for me to attend this church. But actually, we don't need that. We just need to commit to it and, and to actually stick with it. Yeah, and often that will develop through time. And you've shown with the two churches that you've attended throughout mm-hmm. your life that they are they were right for different times mm-hmm. in your life, in a sense. And you might be that we were very different, mm-hmm. but actually yeah, they were. <laughs> God provided what you needed through them at that time and it continues to do so. So we can really trust that, um, yeah, that, it comes through just yeah trusting in him and he will provide what we need and it might be very different things at different times yeah yeah so that's really encouraging and it's really simple in a sense yeah it doesn't need to be a massive list of things we need to do really in a sense yeah there's no perfect church (laughs) we're not in a perfect world but Yeah, yeah exactly but i think that can be really encouraging for for everyone really but perhaps for younger christians in particular just that simplicity yeah thank you so much for sharing your story with us Naomi that's been really encouraging Um, yeah and thank you everyone for listening Um, that's it for this episode of Sister Stories but join us again next time